0: Hi, this is Todd Krieger. I'm uh, wanting to talk with you about a c- successful couple who healed from infidelity, an uh, actual couple I've worked with. Their names are Jennifer and Michael, but not really, but that's their names for for the listeners to protect their confidentiality. Uh, in this uh, particular situation, uh, they, Jennifer and Michael have been married for about eight years and they had two little kids and uh, Michael is uh, is, is, is uh, very, very confident in himself. And he's done really well in his business that he works for and he has his own side business as well. Jennifer has been the stay-at-home mom. Jennifer grew up in a home where she had to be the responsible one. She had a very critical mother and she also had to be the one responsible for her younger siblings and an, and an absent dad. So she had her abandonment issues. And you know, this is something that we need to look at when we have partners who have betrayed because it might figure into the dynamics. But like I always have said, and I have to say this almost every time I do this, that he was the one that cheated and it was his 100% responsibility for that choice. But we also want both people to take a look at their own, uh, their own issues, their own, what they've learned when they were younger in her, in her case, she learned how to be uh, responsible and good and uh, in control. He was uh, pretty indulged as a child. He could don't know, he could do no wrong in his mother's eyes, uh, which gives birth to oftentimes narcissistic traits that, you know, he doesn't necessarily mean he had narcissistic personality disorder, which uh, is, is out there but there's many more people that have narcissistic traits than those that have a personality disorder you could work with people with personality disorder but it's a lot easier to work with people with narcissistic traits that basically means that sometimes they get so caught up in trying to prove how good they are that they may not be as empathic and caring and understanding to others you know when you when uh, a man like him who's out there trying to prove how wonderful he is you know in a way his, his, like i said his mom always treated him like he was so he he was always trying to live up to it and he's a good looking guy he was successful he was popular in school you know he did all right there and uh, and in business and he gets a lot of positive responses from men and women but he, he's dealing with those positive responses so you have a man who who, who likes to get gratified with like, Hey, you're good and attention and a pat on the back. And then you have a, a, a wife who's at home with two kids who is responsible and uh, definitely not a wild and crazy kind of person. And after a while, this is a man who wanted to go prove that he still got it. And it's a very ego, um, driven, infidelity factor there. And so when they came to see me, she had discovered that he had been um, cheating on her. And he also had a gambling issue too. But even that I think was his way of, you know, of course having fun, but it's also trying to be great, trying to make a lot of money. So he was very caught up in like, look, who I, look at me. Look at me, look how great I am. Um, and. Yet, what I learned about him, which is good news, is that he had the capacity for awareness and for insight and recognized that he can be that way and that how much he had hurt his wife. And of course, ultimately, his kids, because, you know, I've said this all the time, you know, being married or even when people are getting divorced, if they hurt their partner or ex-partner, they can't not help hurt their kids. And she, he really loved, loves his kids. And, you know, we, we talked about that he needs to make a decision about, how he wants to live his life. Does he want to live his life gratifying his ego all the time? Because there's always going to be people out there that could do that. Your wife that's at home changing diapers may not be the one to do that all the time. And we'll get to her in a minute because there were things that we wanted to work on with her. But just staying with with Michael, he needed to recognize that he's got to learn how his need his his need to be gratified and to be told how wonderful he is may not always be fulfilled at home when when his wife is dealing with the, some of the mundane issues of life and sometimes he gonna be stressed and and busy and so he needs to be be aware of it and learn how to recognize these these feelings and even the urges that are, poor solutions to those feelings. They're poor solutions because they lead to something he didn't really want. He did not want the family to break up. So they had conversations in my presence and then in between uh, doing homework about this part of him. And he was able to talk openly about it. And I thought that was really great that he could talk openly about it. And Jennifer uh, was able to listen and understand but um, he did have a hard time listening to her for at first when she would express all her pain about the betrayal. He had a very hard time accepting that she was upset with him and he would get angry at her. But underneath the anger, there was always this kind of panicky feeling like I need, need you to like me. And he had to learn how to soothe that part of him. And the more he learned to soothe that part of him, the more he allowed her to have her anger and her hurt and her pain about the betrayal, which goes away in a process, not on his timetable. So uh, with her, we we also at the same time said that even though she's at a 0% responsibility for his choices, that maybe she needs to work on her parts of her as well. I think, I mean, we all do. If we're smart about it, we realize we all are here to work on ourselves and that we have all learned some patterns um, Unha- on, on unconsciously that may not be that great her that there's a playful fun-loving side to her that has that had been suppressed and also having such a critical mother that she oftentimes held herself back there as well so she had a hard time being playful and open and vulnerable and even appreciative which is very thing he needed so as we worked on him to be more mature and adult and not just think of his own ego gratification. We helped her to become, uh, you know, kind of metaphorically let her hair down and be more vulnerable and be more appreciative and focus on the things that were working rather than the things that weren't working. And of course that's, he made it harder for her because when there's infidelity, then the other person oftentimes is looking for they don't want to be the fool again. so she's already she already grew up being filled with um, an overly responsible job as a child that she shouldn't have had as well as a critical mother. So of course getting betrayed led her to have more protection. So we had to work with her to recognize his growth that he became a, a good a good bet and he demonstrated it where he was able to not gamble, he definitely was able to not cheat. He was able to bring his frustrations and angers and needs and vulnerabilities with her, to her. And she was able to listen and practice being more playful and being more silly. And she did, and they they learned how to do that. And she would uh, initiate not just sex more, but initiate playing more. And again, this happened in a way that made sense and that honored her fears and her pain. And she opened up slowly, but as she opened up, it was good for her and good for him. So uh, there was a wonderful, successful case. And I wanted you to know about that. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger for free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.